The Pacific Northwest is full of fantastical tales of cryptid creatures and ghost stories. Colossal Claude is one of those creatures. Hello and welcome to Spooky Tales of the Pacific Northwest and Beyond. This is Jennifer. Um, so I got some new recording equipment. So um, it's it might sound better. It might sound worse. I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. Uh, it's just a fancy little microphone. That's all. Um, but yeah, today our tale today is uh, the story of Colossal Claude which is a rather large cryptid uh, located around the mouth of the Columbia River um, in between Washington and Oregon. So a little bit about the Columbia. The Columbia is a river that is around 1,243 miles in length, and it has varying depths. Um, the depths of the Columbia can be mostly, on average, 55 to 43 feet in in depth and then it has a width of anywhere between 2,640 feet and 600 feet depending on the area. There are parts of the Columbia that are deeper than that. Um, the water depth of the river near Portland is about 400 feet. Um, the Wallula Gap is a thousand feet and there and it's about 300 feet at the Dalles. Um, the gorge itself though, like the Columbia River Gorge is really deep. And it has been measured at some depths of 4,000 feet. So that's pretty deep. Um, the gorge meanders all over the place and um, it wanders past different cliffs and spires and ridges. Um, <clears throat> and it's, yeah, like I said, the depths of the Columbia are pretty, uh, they vary in, in deepness, I guess. Um, the Columbia is also home, home to hundreds of different animal species, including river otters, salmon, sturgeon, and sometimes even sharks um, live at its mouth. Uh, and I think a little bit up the river uh, where before it turns fully fresh. Um, the mouth of the river is also home to hundreds, if not thousands, of seals and sea lions. Um the banks of the river can also see different animals from cougar to bighorn sheep traveling up and down its length. All in all, the Columbia is long, deep, and home to many different animal species. It, is it also home to the creature that has been dubbed Colossal Claude, or is it just a case of mistaken identity? Um, Colossal Claude has had sightings that date all the way back to at least the 1930s. There may be sightings longer than that, but none of my research determined whether there was anything before 1930s. Um, the, one of the first sightings of Colossal Claude was, um, by the crew of the light ship called Columbia. Excuse me, I'm taking a drink of coffee. And... They claim to have been the first to have spotted him, and that was in 1934. Um, the crew claim that Claude was a rather large animal and is said to be about 40 feet in length. The crew also claimed that the monster resembled a long serpentine animal with a thick body and an evil horse-like head. If any of you know anything about cryptids or any of the various different animals that have been said to be cryptids, that resembles both the Lake Chelan monster and the Loch Ness monster. 
Um, the crew of the Columbia also reportedly watched the creature um, through binoculars, but they ultimately declined to give chase as they were very scared that Claude would swamp their ship, which I think I think whales have been known to do that every now and again, but like not like on accident, not like we're not going to get into the whole orca sinking ship things over in like the Spain area and stuff like that. That's an entirely different situation and an entirely different story. Um, shortly after, shortly after this sighting, there would have been, there would be even more. Most of the time, Claude was described as being a large creature coming in at around 50 feet in length. So maybe if it's one creature, it grew some. Um, and it always has the same claim of having a long neck and tail and that they, he has a very horse-like head. Um, some people say that it, it resembles a plesiosaur, which is one of the things that, um, people say that the Loch Ness monster resembles as a plesiosaur. Um, some of the fishermen who have seen him are also have claimed to have seen him and, well, I don't even know what I just said there. Some of the fishermen who claim to have seen Claude report that he was long, hairy, and tan colored. So he went from resembling a plesiosaur, which is a type of aquatic reptile from, you know, we all know what a plesiosaur is, but they don't have fur. Um, although they are like long round bodied with long tails and necks. Um, they also claim that he would constantly, um, raid their fishing lines and break through the nets. In 1937, a gentleman named Charles E. Graham, who happened to be skippering the commercial fishing trawler called Viv, claimed the creature had a four-foot waist with the head of an overgrown horse. Um, another sighting in 1939 by a halibut boat called the Argo claimed to see Claude rear up out of the water over 10 feet. The crew also reported that he was um, just short of... 10 feet away from the hole of their ship and they watched him as he ate a fish like nonchalantly without a care in the world. Um, the crew described the creature as having a camel shaped head with coarse and gray fur. Sightings and report of Colossal Claude were steady all the, all through the 1950s, but they did start to, to slow down and decline after the fifties. Um, the Shell Oil Company claims to have seen a 15-foot animal during an oil search in 1963. There is a rumor that a video of the sighting is does exist, um, but I did not see it, and I have never seen it anywhere on the internet anywhere. I don't even think I've seen it on Reddit, which is a dumpster fire of all kinds of things. Um, let's see, where was I? Da, 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 da. sometime during a sighting Claude was also nicknamed Marvin the monster which I like colossal Claude better than Marvin the monster thinks this sighting also claims he had a barnacled he had barnacled ridges and was swimming in over um, 180 feet of water there also wouldn't be another sighting of Claude until 1989 when a fishing net was being dragged at the mouth of the Columbia it snagged on something and wouldn't release, um, which is frustrating. If you've ever been fishing and had your um, hook snag on, um, on literally a snag is what we call them up here, it, you know, trees and stuff underneath the water that you don't see and your hook gets caught, it gets snagged, so we call them snags. 
um, and it wouldn't release. It was such a strong snag that the bow of the boat had actually started to be pulled under the water. Um, which yet another reason why I don't go on the ocean. <laughs> that would be absolutely terrifying. I don't, I don't care who you are. Just the thought of your, of your boat being tugged by something with its bow going into the water is just, no, thanks. Nah, I'll, I'll pass. Thank you. Um, Captain Donald Rizwick said of that particular boat said that when the net was finally released from the snag and pulled up, there was a big hole in the net. Um, the captain said that the hole in the, in the several hundred feet long net was made by colossal, but by the colossal sea monster. Um, these fishing trawling nets are enormous. They're gigantic. Um, it doesn't really specify how, how, um, big the hole was in that particular net, only that it was extremely large. Um, the... This would actually be the very end of all of the local sightings of Colossal Claude. Um, sp some speculate Claude moved from the Columbia to the Pacific or even into other parts of the, of the river. Maybe Colossal Claude has decided that he is going to live in the gorge, considering how deep the gorge is. Um, I mean, maybe you would never even find him. I've never been to the gorge and I've always, I heard it's a really pretty place. Um, it is also very important to note that there are several animal species, like I said at the beginning, um, that live in and around the Columbia River. Um, some of them can even be mistaken as furry tanned creatures. Uh, seals and sea lions make their homes at the mouth of the Columbia. And there are literally hundreds and or thousands of these, these flubby little beasts, um, and they've been known to rob nets and steal catches. So it, you know, maybe when that boat, um, was being tugged down, I don't know that like it could have been like a seal, but sea lions get pretty freaking big. Um, and so maybe it tugged it and they thought that it was tipping the bow down and it, and it was just like moving it a little bit and maybe it was just an overly large male sea lion stealing their catch out of their net I don't know I mean that kind of sounds plausible and implausible at the same time so you know maybe I'm correct and maybe I'm wrong um they also have extremely round bodies especially seals and um and sometimes when they're just bobbing along in the water and just their head is above the water, they kind of do have an equine kind of esque shape to their head, or at least a camel shaped head, you know, look to their head. So in lower lights, and if you are like tired or whatever, maybe you could mistake a seal or a sea lion head for a horse head. And maybe that's the what colossal clod possibly might be. Um, there is another common fish species that apparently always gets, um, mistaken for cryptid creatures or <laughs> it's a theory that a cryptid creature is, and that is the white sturgeon. Um, the white sturgeon lives everywhere from up to Alaska to all the way down to, uh, California on the coast. Um, they do get in like enormous proportions, like they're very, very large and <clears throat> excuse me they have a weird looking head so like it is possible that it could you know like be mistaken for an evil looking horse head I don't you know 
I couldn't tell you, but they also have bony ridges along their backs. That could be, you know, like that could be part of the whole barnacled ridges thing for Colossal Claude. Um, sturgeon get mistaken for a lot of different creatures because they are so ancient. Um, there is even a theory that the Lake Chelan monster is actually a sturgeon and not really any kind of reptile or anything like that. Um, river otters also, um, live in the Columbia and they are quite furry and brown and sometimes they could look a little bit, um, tan. Um, so they could also be a, um, what people are mistaking for claw. They get pretty big too. Like they can get pretty large river otters can. So maybe, you know, these are what's being mistaken for the sea creature. Now, whatever is coming out of the water 10 feet in the air, that, that could only be, that could be either a plesiosaur. I don't think it is, or it could be a whale because depending on where exactly the sighting is taking place, the West Coast has humpback whales and gray whales that actually have migratory patterns past Oregon and Washington. And we also have pods of transient orcas that um, are up and down the coast all the time. Um, and, you know, whales do a lot of jumping and leaping and tail lobbying and you know, thumping and all kinds of stuff. And they're, you know, like there's a possibility that uh, one of the gray whales or the, the humpbacks or something breaching, you know, in the low light of the morning, maybe confused somebody and, you know, they thought it was colossal Claude. Um, <clears throat> I've never heard of orcas like stealing catches, but that's not beyond the realm of possibility. I mean, there's, there's evidence to suggest that pods of orcas used to work with people um, for catches, not necessarily fish, but, um, other whale, you know, cause killer whales are, they're called killer whales because they also predate whales. So it's possible that maybe mm, a couple transient whales decided that they were going to have a snack and that snack happened to be inside a net and that net kind of got tugged along and the boat kind of tipped and dipped and, you know, and then the whales, pop the hole and stole the fish and let go of the net. So there's a lot of different things that could absolutely be mistaken for Colossal Claude. Um, I do love that name, by the way. Uh, you know, like, like I said, the humpbacks are spotted at the mouth of the river during their migration times, and they could easily be the source of some of these sightings. Whether Claude is a case of mistaken identity or not, no one knows. What kind of creature he is and he just may go down in the legend books as just as unsolved as the Loch Ness monster or the Lake Chelan monster that's it for Colossal Claude it's not a really long episode but sometimes I feel like the shorter the episodes are it's easier for me to research so the episodes come out to be a little bit easier and nicer but uh yeah so that was Colossal Claude um, you can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast Musics, um, Amazon Music, and Spotify. Uh, we also have an Instagram where I will link some of the uh, images and drawings I found of Claude online, and that is at Spooky PNW Podcast. Um, we also have an email that you can send in any kind of um, 
spooky tale from anywhere doesn't matter where and that is a uh, spooky pnw pod at gmail.com um you can also send those those uh tales into the my dms on the instagram if you want to um i don't mind and uh i would love to feature them on an episode or two so that was colossal claude and that was my spiel to get you guys to send me emails <laughs> still working on the pot on the patreon that is i'm getting together some information for a um <clears throat> excuse me for a uh patreon only episode and that will feature you know the portland area which is pretty fascinating in and of itself but it has some pretty spooky things and some pretty interesting things that have happened in that city um centuries because it's a pretty old city um I will also you know yeah so I'm not quite sure what our next episode will be it probably won't be a cryptid um I might look for some more hauntings maybe I'll do an old-timey murder or something um I'm not quite sure yet so yeah thanks for listening and keep it spooky